On today's job board, we have hiatus, golfing with family, frost delay, Matt got some owls, and of course, course happenings. Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Par West, for all your golf course and home course needs from the 25 by 12 9 Carlisle knobby tire to the marking paint wand. Par West Turf Services. Use promo code Jingweeds for free shipping on orders over $250. The views and opinions presented in this episode of From the Jingweeds podcast are strictly those of Matt and Dan and do not reflect those of their respective clubs. The content of this podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's tee off. I've been waiting for hours, so many hours, watching every car. Hoping one is yours. What's up, golfers and grass geeks? It's episode 32 from the Jingweeds. Thank you once again for listening. And uh, we're back from a little break. Let's uh, jump right on it like a bike. Dan, what's up? Not much. Back from the uh, three-week hiatus. Had a Thanksgiving holiday. Had some family in town. It was just kind of kind of busy. Nice. That's all right. Uh, played some golf with the two boys. Uh no Shoes Kenny came out, and then Mike came out. Yeah. That was nice to see them, too. Well, actually, yeah. it was my first time ever really face-to-face meeting Kenny, so no that was good. No Shoes, brought his shoes on a cold morning at the canyon. <laughs> Shot. Cold. One under par on the par threes yep. at my place, which anybody plays there. Not too easy. Not an well, easy easy to do at noontime on a 70-degree weather day, never mind 40 yeah. degrees. Extra shoes, frosty. Extra jackets. Yeah, it was frosty, but chipped in out of the bunker. His first time yeah. ever chipping out yeah. out of a bunker. Shit for bird. That was to go one on there on yeah. the par threes. So good job, Kenny and Michael. Fucking looking like Cheech Marin out there on the golf course <laughs> with his little winter hat and his little scrubby mustache. Oh shit! Another cold morning. Another oh, cold windy. morning. Windy day. Windy, yep. Played out at your place. Uh, that was good. Got out there and uh, also joined with Cody, your assistant. Fucking Cody. Yeah. Dude, hack. Yeah, big old hack with his hair flowing everywhere. We, and the, we played my place too, right? So we. Oh yeah, we shit. Fire that Rock was at Fire Rock, place, and they were both windy as shit. That was yeah. They both were windy as shit. That's when Michael looked like Cheech was at your place, but. No, we played Fire Rock, uh, windy, windy as shit, non-overseeded greens, rolling great. Wind was blowing the ball a little bit there through about 12 holes on the green. rough. Yeah. We couldn't catch a break. Good times. No, that day, that place is, it's, as far as a golf course, it's an awesome golf course. But, you know, if you were a member there, I find that place to be, obviously you'd be really good. Yeah, playing that place be. all the time, but it's not gonna kill you, you know. If you yeah. know what you're doing out there, there's a lot of spots to hit it to. There's a lot of intimidation off the tee more than what's out there. Yeah, um, but it's not as forgiving as like a Wickenburg Ranch, which has that same kind of style yeah, of right. you know on the tee you kind of pucker a minute, but then once you hit it out there you got a mile. Yeah, I think Quintero kind of similar. Same thing. idea. Yep, and uh, you know you. I don't know where I was going with that one, but uh, yeah, I got kind of lost there. Oh, you add the wind to that, yeah. and you add firm conditions, and then this time there's barely any rough because the rough is the desert. Yeah, and you just 
hit a, even when you hit a good one, you're battling all day long. You're like, oh, I hit a good one, and the fucking thing rolls out into the schmutz. Well, that's and thing. when it's gone, it's gone. There. I think I was talking to Craig about it after golf, maybe, and we were saying how, like, DeChambeau couldn't just go out there and blast it around because right. if you're in the desert, it's gone. Every hole on those desert style courses, like my place, not included because mine's more Parkland style. Right. True North, the Fire Rocks, that's basically surrounded by water every single hole. Yeah. Because if you in the you're in the desert, you're gone. Yeah, you're gone. Yeah, or you're you're definitely taking a yeah. drop because you're not going to hit out of the shit. Right. But, you know, so what do you do, I guess, get into agronomically? Like, my place is tight like that, but I grow much more rough, you know, to kind of slow that thing down. Agronomically, it doesn't help me because my roughs are fucking horrible transition. Well, yeah, horrible transition. Brutal. You know, so places like that, you know, you do it for that reason, more or less. Right. On our end, you know, um... Was the architect thinking that, or does he want three inches of rough? Everybody would, you know, I, I know Craig has yeah. said that. You know, I'd love to have two and a half, three inches of rough, but can't I fucking, it. you can't do Fair it. Dirt. Yeah, you have nothing. And he has that argument with his members, you know, because they see the ball rolling off after yeah. a good shot into the schmutz. Well, then my argument would be let's not oversee the rough, grow the Bermuda up to two or three inches and make it. I mean, look at where the U.S. Women's Open was in a non-overseeded Bermuda grass course. Yeah. And the, the rough was plenty of penalty. Yeah, it you know, was. nasty, even two-inch Bermuda can get. Oh, yeah, for down. sure. And then you add that it's dormant and there's, you know, it's just like hay. Yeah. You know, it can almost get, when it gets real brittle, you can fly right through it as compared to what you're normally yeah. playing. You know, any turf, it's going to grab that club. But, no, that place, that looked good. It was nice to yeah. see a major championship played on a you know, non-overseeded golf course, or I'm sure it was sprinkled a bit, but that was quite a bit of paint, yeah, you know, sure. but We're played plays be. awesome. Yeah. You know, granted how much rain they got, you know, that's almost the disadvantage of not doing that. Now yeah. you've got a turf that's not sucking up anything. You know, it's the season where the soil's not sucking up anything. Mm-hmm. But it can go the other way where it gets way too hard. Yeah, too <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, if they didn't get any weather you know, for a couple of weeks before that yeah. and just continued on, they'd be playing on a fucking Walmart parking lot. Just, you know. Be cool. Yeah, Maybe exactly. Like the British, you know. They're show how good. Yeah, show how good they really are. Uh, yeah, and also had to play two different golf courses due yeah. to the, you know, daylight mm-hmm. for the first two rounds. So shout out to those guys to fucking throwing that thing together and then they get hammered with rain, squeegee and everything. It always drives me nuts when they, the golf when the announcers talk about how mushy and wet the golf, all the golfers look at the mud balls, and it's just yeah. like, to me, it's a smack in the face of the superintendent. Like, why are we shining spotlight? Obviously, it's wet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Because usually, it, it's too wet means people are complaining. Well, right? that's, I mean, we're highlighting mud balls and shit. It's kind of the guy can't can't control it. Maybe it's just me being sensitive to the field. I'm sure that's what it is, and also those guys are the sweater folders. You know, that's yeah. how they came up through the industry, yeah. you know, and like, then they turned pro and they didn't make it. And then they turned into that. It's like, that's not how the golf course that's, is playing three days. That's ago. what we deal with every single yeah. day is going in there and it was wet out there. And yeah, it's like, yeah, balls. no shit. Yeah. Still car path only. Still car path only. Oh, yeah. No, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's oh, the yeah, 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 right. car path only today. Yeah. yeah. All day. Yeah. It's raining right now. Well, that day for sure, but then the next day I had car bath yeah. only, and of course I was like, yes, yes. And I'm looking at the T-sheet. I'm not an idiot. You know, I'm looking at the T-sheet, and it's like, 
there's not that many golfers out there today. Yeah. You know, it's cold, it's wet, not many are coming. So yeah, yeah, we got all day. More we're to gonna lose than we do to game exactly. And then if it was the difference between we're gonna fill the tee sheet today versus 20, 20 rounds, right? You know what I mean? It's like all right, I'll let them off path because we can recoup that damage. Exactly. Money. Yeah. But if it's just to get Frank Lloyd and Jerry out, <laughs> yeah. you know, I thought you were gonna say Frank Lloyd and Wright to really <laughs> hammer it. <laughs> I thought you were going there. Oh shit. No, I know what you're saying is you can make that money back, but instead we're going to save the golf course for a day. Yeah. For a day. Right. You know, Jesus. So that's a battle. And then, uh, of course, this time of year, let's talk about the next thing, frost. Frost has hit us. Yeah. Um, So we have to deal with frost delays uh, or even just cart traffic, you know, because of it. I try as hard as I can not to delay them. I put a lot of emphasis on car path only. Yeah. Is figure we work it as hey, if, as long as they're going out there, go nuts. It's just you know we got to get them going at some point. And because six and seven being the lowest holes right out the bat, they stay frosted the longest. So I'll end up you know doing car path only till almost. Like today was nine thirty. It's kind of nice those six and seven being those holes because then they can get once they get an hour or two in they can maybe get to that hole and still see there's frost so it's not like oh yeah you know we were just on this one and there's no frost why are we still on path and they get to seven and eight they're like oh shit it's still frost yeah like, exactly oh fair enough number seven's white <laughs> yeah, I, I know you know <laughs> I mean here we go right they come in it's like you got a frost frost delay today they say frost delay today yeah. and you say yes and they so say you do <laughs> what 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 was in your head when you came walking in here you yeah. came walking in here with i've got to ask about frost delay then when i say yes is oh really <laughs> not at my house you know it's like not at my house happened happened a week and a half ago walking through the club outside just gone up there to tell them that uh there was frost and whatnot. So I stand there. I was usually doing invoices while I'm standing there five time. And off I'm walking out and, you know, Martin says to a guy, yeah, you know, we're going to be car path only. So he's golfing. Going to be car path only. Oh, is there frost out there? Oh, frost out there? Martin's like, yeah, we do. He's like, none at my house. As I'm walking through the place and I just, at the, kind of the top of my lungs, right back at him, I said, yeah, there's none at my mother's house in Massachusetts either. <laughs> And just kept walking like, no, there's no way he caught that, you know. <laughs> so, but no word out of him as yeah. I left. It's like, Jesus, dude, what do you think I'm doing? You, you know, do you yeah. really think I'm doing this to piss you it's off? It's more or? of a headache for me to have a frost delay. Because what am I going to do with the eight dudes at the shop? Yeah. That are just itching to get out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, no, they're not itching to get out because it's freezing oh, cold right, up. But right. You know I mean? But then we got to get going. Yeah. Now I got to look at these eight knuckleheads for the last hour and a half and we really and you're right you can't get into anything you go to get into something and now the frost is lifting now you got piles of shit everywhere and you got to take off and rally everything so that's kind of the pain in the ass but we try to team up on a bunch of stuff you know two guys doing this you know usually it has to be real hot for us to not be able to get on the green and cut the cup at least you know and then you just work around. I have the island tees, so I just kind of work around the desert moving tee markers. Or if not, I just don't move them for that yeah. day, whatever it is. Or move them in the afternoon, um, you know, to get, uh, you know, maybe save for the next day. But it just amazes me that 
there's an argument about that stuff. Um, I've asked years ago to do those USGA videos. Just put them on a loop in the morning. Just put it on a loop, and it just continues to show what frost does to turf, you know, and why we frost delay. Just fucking let it run. No, that went nowhere. I mean, what's on? Stephen A. Smith fucking yelling and screaming about some bullshit, you know, doing his thing. How about educate him, you know? Then in between that, the video that shows the dude fixing the ball marks. Like, just constantly run that. What? It's only going to help, you know? fucking crazy i don't know i don't get it i just don't i don't understand why they have to ask us they ask us you know to be the professional there and make all the decisions but then when the decision doesn't make you know is that like having a fucking kid you know (laughs) the kid knows the answer but doesn't want to hear it and then when he hears it it's fucking no no i want to play with this or no i want to wear this or whatever it is i want to eat this no it's hot dogs again it's like no but you saw I was fucking making mac and cheese, you ding dong, you know. <laughs> I told you the other day, who who goes in there and, oh, there's frost, you know, and they question my, you know, I guess expertise or why I'm there. Yeah. And I said to you the other day, it's like fucking, if you're a mechanic, you know, you bring your car to the mechanic, you know, and you're touching the brakes and you're like, fucking, these things might be a problem. You wheel in there so you know your problem. You wheel in there and the dude's like, yeah, you got to change your brakes or you're going to fucking die. No, no, you don't know that. (laughs) Is that the same? Yeah. You know, is that the same or is that just a off the rails idea? Exactly. And if they do, then I know I've said this to a couple of at least the other employees, you know, the outside service guys. Again, asking questions and no, you know, shouldn't you do this, that? And I pull my radio off my hip and I just hold it out and I said, 4.30 tomorrow morning, man. You fucking come and do the whole thing. I will be there yeah. waiting for everything that you tell me to do, whatever it is. Oh, I'm just saying. What the fuck are you saying? Yeah. You know, you're saying that I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. That's what you're saying. I heard every word of it. So, hey, whatever. Maybe it's just because I work in it, but... Who else gets picked on? The guy flipping burgers, I guess, does. Yeah, I mean everybody does. Everybody. Frost, as far for me, is not as bad because of being private. You know, but people are still still show up. And you can't we, we and are, you can't freeze everyone. You can't freeze ocean water. So <laughs> where is everyone? Like, yeah, uh, it's a frost today. Oh, there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And your place gets cold, cold. Oof. This morning it's, it was 39. Oh, mine was, yeah, 43. So, yeah, you're four or five degrees colder, sitting just close to that river. But how often are you having them? You know, with your water, we've talked about this, your water situation, because Craig never has them. Over oh, to the window, I suppose. I have them a lot. Yeah, oh, you do? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so, yeah, the wind if helps you, him a lot. you see a low of 43, it's probably 80% chance I'm going to get frost. Like, if you're from your house. Like yeah. From my house. It's low of 43 over there. It's like, we got, we're going to have good, good chance we're going to have frost. Okay, yeah. I usually say on the on AccuWeather, I figured it, if it says 39 or below for the nightly low, I can probably guarantee they're getting frost. Dan, just pull the beer off of the six-pack. It's okay if it makes a noise. You know, yeah, I mean, there you go. You should have had the microphone closer to the can there. Oops. Yeah. Uh so, yeah, if, if it's 30, uh, sorry, like 43, 41, 
I can start thinking about it. If it hits 39 on like AccuWeather, yeah. I have frost. You know, that's when they're projecting that. And I'm usually four, five degrees cooler. But still, the other thing is, yes, at 39 degrees at your head or at your thermometer, wherever it is, there can be frost. Yeah. You know, and when you wheel into the parking lot with the first tea time, this is another thing. I didn't see any frost. So how many, yes, how many it's, of the time is it the same guy, too? It should, you probably, I feel like, like your place, I have the same group that goes out every morning first out. Do you have Larry Thompson goes out in the 638 every time? Yes. And he sh- every frost lay, he shows up at 638 and is blown away. Mine, Mine's Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, Bill and his buddy Larry, they play. They're awesome. They get it. Uh Tomorrow, he's coming in because he's the only one on the sheet. Because I said, hey, when you got tomorrow, we're probably going to get some frost. And he's like, oh, it's only Bill. He'll go sit and drink coffee, have breakfast, whatever. He just hangs out. He's got nothing else to do. But he's every Wednesday, every Saturday. But he gets it. So I love it. You know, and those guys are the ones that I hunt down on those days. Hey, it's going to be this. But we're going to let you go here in a little bit. And I'll even wheel by them because we have the visage, you know, for the GPS. And sometimes when you turn it off, because I can do it by my phone out on the golf course, you know, instead of trying to communicate back to the golf shop to get it all done, I'll just shut it off. Then I just send them a message that's, hey, it's off. Send the golf carts the message. And hopefully by the time it, you know, distance wise, six and seven are pretty far away. And that's typically when I'm shutting it off. Um, I'll wheel by those guys and be like, hey, give it a test run. You know, they're the ones that appreciate that kind of thing. And they get, like I said, they get it. So they work with me. They run into my employees all the time. They'll pick up and move around. They'll stand out there and wait. They just get the drill, you know, and that's the thing when, if you're going to be that first tee time, know the drill, man, you know, you can wheel in where I was going with this is you can wheel in and not see, get the frost, but you might be getting there early enough. Here comes the frost. Um, I've said this many a times is, you know, how can it be, you know, the sun's coming up. It's like, all right, dude, I get it. You're 65, whatever years old, you know, sixth grade science class was quite some time ago, (laughs) but you probably learned it at the end of fifth grade. They repeated it as a little bit of a, you know, I guess refresher in sixth grade and by seventh grade, you knew that when warm air goes up, cool air goes down at some point. So you got to give that little bit of teaching in the golf shop every so often. But so that's the other thing. Just understand that as a golfer, that you can wheel in as it's forming, you know, and you may have really have, I mean, you leave your house. Mine's 49 here. By the time I get to work over there, it's I mean, how many times have you gone out and mowed? Thirty. Got through four or five holes, and then the frost yeah. forms. No, we good. always, yeah. yeah, because four, five, six, seven are the ones that freeze. We try to get those done, or maybe some of the higher yeah. ones, and then just go sit and wait down on the bowl. The pro shop calls. It's pitch black. Have we got any frost yet? I'm like, not yet, but yeah, let's wait for that sun to come up. It's uh, we've worked it out pretty well that, you know, me and uh, Ricky will just text. Because we have a pretty good idea who's going to be there. I mean, Martin's there 90% of the time. So if we know it's there before we, we'll just send the text, Frosty. So he knows, you know, coming in. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe even sometimes before he even leaves his house, 
he knows what he's walking into for the day. So I hope, you know, that helps, I'm sure, on his end, rather than getting in, turning on the lights, everything else, and he's going to go grab the radio and yell out, yeah. Frost. And we're on the other end going, it's fucking, you know, in your head you're thinking, yeah, it's fucking freezing out right well, now. Well, you know what used to annoy me was like, the pro shop would call. Hey, we got frost. Yeah, we got frost. We'll probably be at 930. 30 minutes later. Hey, we got frost. I'm like, yeah, dude, we still have it. Like 930. Same, same fucking thing I just told you. Yeah. 30 minutes later. Hey, uh, we got frost. It's like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Still got it. And then it, what I came to realize, it's they, the first guy comes in. Hey, we got frost. He calls me. Yeah, it's, we're going to be at 930. Well, then he'd start. If tea time starts at seven and we're not tea time's until yeah. nine thirty, people start piling up and then asking, like, "When is it? When is it?" So it's easy just to be like, "Hey, maintenance," and, and blame it. Me to go, "Hey, nine thirty, dickhead." Yeah. <laughs> but at least you need to work on like, doing that over it so it comes it, through. But then they, it's like the people in the pro shop now can hear. It's right. A resort. It's like, so when it, they were telling me, like, dude, like I got ten people standing there, they're all wanting to go hit balls. So when they hear it from maintenance, like it kind of shoes them to go get coffee and shit. So then I was like, all right, like call me as many times as you want at that point. Yeah. Because I couldn't imagine just 10 people staring at me. I get that. But, but holding like a Volvic. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jerry, like 930, dude, it's 810. Yeah, I get that. But come on, man, golfer. Come on. Well, you I, know, right, right. But it's like you think that you think the guy in the pro shop's lying to you. Yeah. You know, he's just doing that yeah. to really make his morning miserable. I'm sure this or the dudes still got frost out there. Yeah, sun's yes, up. It's sorry. getting light out. Well, the first tea times we moved to 930, mm-hmm. you're now at 1045. Yeah. Hey, is it still frosty out there? It's like, can we go hit balls? <laughs> can we putt? <laughs> In the parking lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we do have the little, uh, one, not you know, it's just kind of a little chintzy little mat that we have in the pro shop. I mean, no one ever uses it yeah. other than them in the summertime. But, uh, yeah, go putt on this. You need one of those simulators. Some of those private clubs, they chuck those simulators in yeah. there. You know, old racquetball courts become simulators. But uh, I need a simulator. The turn is brought to you by a non-specific red and green candy-coated chocolate-covered peanuts. All right, so now that we've pretty much bashed... You know, the golfer and the reasons why we do, fr- right. oh, we're doing frost lays. What's the reason we're doing frost lay? Let's go right. geek a minute here. I guess there has to be an understanding that once the frost breaks, now we've got to set it up. So there's maybe the assumption is, oh, I don't see any frost out there. Right. Why aren't we teeing off for another hour? Yeah. Well, what's going to happen in your turf? We go frost. You know, yeah. what happens? So basically all the, and then dummy it down a minute. It's the water in the plant, in the cells, they freeze. You drive over it, walk over it. It's not going to... Walking on it isn't really going to do anything. You can put out some footprints, but those, other than on the greens, fairways, that's why I let everybody walk in its car path only because it's pretty much just going to... It's going to break all the cells and kill the leaf blade. Frost gets deep enough and crushes the crown. The crown of the plant is where the leaf shoots out one direction and the root shoots the other direction. That breaks, your plant is dead. So that's on those really... I've Some heard this both ways. I've seen. never seen it. Have you ever seen frost hard enough that you can walk on and nothing happens? No. Right. Like frozen, frozen? Yeah, like frozen, frozen. Like lake ice? Yeah. No. 
Neither have I. That's why I was wondering, you know, like, what's yeah. that? No, I think what's... I just freeze. Freezing mornings where they're doing the Sam Pro, you know, he just took it out. Oh, and yeah. everybody's like, hey, where's where's Jim? We're all hanging on the shop, and he's down on one and, and drove all the way around the rough, like, to the other side, rough only, like, not on the yeah. dorm at Zoysia, which was cold enough. Right. Right through the, the cool season rough, and, like, that lingered the rest of the, the winter yeah so it turns Smoke black it. in that afternoon dead yeah. and then two days later it's yellow it goes dead. yellow you're gonzo i've seen it plenty of times go black and you're just like oh man yeah. you know you're just hoping and you just kind of dinged it so we uh this was up at highlands it was frozen one day so much and we used to have a guy that jogged every morning and he jogged always down the middle of the fairways i think i told the story i was driving down the fairway learning how to spray spraying with just water you know, I was learning one of the first times. And this was the first time you're going on your own, learn the foamer, yeah. you know, and all this shit. And it was in the middle of summertime, and I just had a tank of water. Or it might have been some light, light, you know, nitrogen. And uh, no, it was water because I didn't. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. water because I, otherwise I would have freaked. This guy comes jogging, and he's running up behind me, and I have the boom buster. So it's just showering out. And he's running, and he literally runs right next to me, enough that I had to shut the thing off. Otherwise, it would have, you know, yeah. and what's a boom buster? Maybe 16 feet on one side, 15 feet it shoots one yeah. side if you yeah. get decent sized nozzles. It's been so long since I used a boom buster. Yeah. But yeah, running right through it. It's like, what the fuck? But anyways, comes wintertime, it's frozen out there and he's jogging down the middles of the fairways and uh, <laughs> ends up coming and running by us. So we're sitting behind an 18 green. I'm like, holy shit, Mr. So-and-so is coming up the fairway. Oh, my God. You know, whatever. Runs and ran across the greens. Uh, saw footprints on three green for probably, I don't know, at least two or three weeks. Like, once you knew they were yeah. there, you could still see them for like two or three weeks. But through the fairways, you could see them for a week or two. All around the whole golf course. He ran down the middle. and But comes by us at the 18 and says, it's crunchy out there. <laughs> Swear to God, it was just like, oh my God, like, what do you say to this guy? You know, you just want, you're just like, yep, yeah. we're frozen. Yeah. I'll can't be able to track all your steps. Exactly. Can't, yeah, we'll count them tomorrow. Yeah. It was crazy though. And that stuck around for a while. So, you know, that's really the reason why is you're killing turf. Yep. You know, it's not that, you know, we're just doing it for a little protection or whatever. I mean, it legitimately breaks the cells, kills the plant. Done. That's why we have frost delays. So there's our nerd version of it. <laughs> they got to be extended because we've got to get out ahead of a play. Correct. Uh, breaks, today we had one. On. Today we had one, and we usually just roll greens on uh, Tuesdays. And for the past two days, I haven't picked up a, you know, haven't cut but four blades on the whole entire place. Yeah. And uh, I said, fuck it. We just didn't do anything. That was to help get things out faster. The turn is brought to you by Eggnog. Nothing says holidays like eggnog so have you played any golf other than when your brother was here once no. michael left that was it or did you wheel it. around your place didn't you shoot 79 the other day or something like oh, that I you did. told yeah, me my old assistant played with jordan on last sunday we sunday morning yeah so it's kind of back crazy a, i mean i think i shot 98 at fire rock 49 yep. 49 worst round i've had in a long in a long time, time. yeah nobody was playing well no Nope, not at all. And we played... Uh, you played Talking Stick, yeah? Yeah, I played Talking Stick with them. That was good. Um, Paul 
I believe, superintendent down there, talking stick at the casino. I think he won all the money that day. Uh, me and Peter had a little match going. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> Beat me, I think, on the... I killed myself on the 17th hole. This time he gave me strokes, though. Yeah. Which, I mean, deservedly so. But the wind was blowing like crazy to begin out there, too. I'm so fucking tired of playing golf yeah. in the wind. My last three or four rounds have been either fucking freezing or windy as shit or both. Yeah. We played on uh, men's club at GCU, and that was... uh. That was good, not... Yeah, that wasn't windy at all. That was nice. Played like shit. I can't fucking putt. I can't putt to save my life. Dude, I shouldn't even say putt, that because... Though. I feel like within eight just feet, you like automatic. Used to be. No, nope, not anymore. You can't roll it anymore, huh? Uh-uh. So many times I've barked you and you've been at like an eight, eight footer and you wheeled it right in. Or you'll smack one out of the weeds to eight feet yeah. and roll one in to tie a match. <laughs> that I've done. The rest of it's fine. It's putting. I'm losing. I'm losing five, six strokes around. I bet on the green. I can't even strike the ball anymore. I'm losing distance like twenty yards. I don't know what happened. I don't know either. It's all them fucking kids you got running around. It's probably true. I need to get back out there though. Yeah, we gotta play soon. Cause then hopefully January we get a flow of people. Um, it's been. Weekends are pretty good at our place, but and you know, first of the year usually yeah, it'll take off. Typical, typical right now. Or, even in California, it was like busy from overseed to Thanksgiving. Then this huge lull from Thanksgiving to Christmas, and then right. afterward it was like a shit show. Yeah, until Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, uh, it's like every day. I guess people are coming because um, I talked. We uh, haven't had you know the drop. In or we kept steady with a couple of the um, hotel groups that we do bookings through. Yeah. So that's staying fairly steady coming up for the new year. Uh, so that's a good sign. And um, talking with them, they're saying that they're pretty much booked as much as they can be, whatever that is. I don't know, you know, 50%, 25%. I don't know what yeah. that is. But they're telling Martin that they're getting booked for the Phoenix Open, even though the waste management, even though... They're not doing stands, correct? Right, they're not but doing stands, but I believe you are able to still go in there. That's going to be interesting to see how many they've let in. I bet it's capped. You know, it has, <laughs> it has to be. 200,000 people. The thing is, it's not even about having 200,000 people on that property. It's getting them in the door. It's yeah. shoulder to shoulder all the way in. On yeah, the and that's when they're stacked on top of each other, you know, with all the stands. You've got to get wheeled in with all those people, then you got to walk in with all those people. I know. I used to live right across the street from it. We'd ride our bike over. Yeah. Now it's uh, quite a bike ride. Yeah, maybe by mid, the uh, middle of the year, you get these vaccines rolling. Yeah, That's hopefully great. that'll get going. I mean, they're, f they're going out right now. Yesterday, yeah? Yeah. Or two days ago over in England. Something. I don't know. They're going. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's just going to ease a lot of minds, I'll tell you that. You know, yeah. That's probably... At this point, probably 75% of the battle is easing the mind. At this point, people are just fucking tired of it. You know, give us, oh, they're, they're give me some help, you know, give me some help. It's just getting out of control. So, yeah, another friend of mine uh, just came up positive with it uh, or in the family positive. So that's fucked up. You know, it kind of went away from everybody around me. Really? Like no one was getting it around us. Yeah. You know, and it's not to say that all of us didn't have it or whatever 
you know, it is, well, we knew a handful that did, but it all kind of went away. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, I do know somebody with all these rising numbers. It seems like I know more and more people now than the big boom back in July. Oh, really? Yeah. And friends that are very healthy and they hit them hard. Huh. So. That's crazy. Did you, this might be off the record, but did you, ever, did you see Chaps or Kate on Barstool retweet about this Nebraska farmer? Yeah. That's my Kenny. No Shoes Kenny's like good friend from college is like one of his good buddies. Oh, really? He knows his kid. Oh, shit. His name's Jake up in, in Nebraska. Yeah. He, he was on a vet for like 23 days. Yes, I was gonna say. I thought the story was that he's still on it, or but maybe just like he's up talking now and stuff. Kenny said like he was tweeting like the Penn State game or Iowa game or whatever, like, and then the next day was on a vet. It was wow. Like, it was not good for a while. That's crazy. I mean, uh, and like his parents had it, his brother had it. Kate invited him to HQ when he gets healthy. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. That's it's wild. Yeah, because I haven't heard anybody had any, thank God, yeah. you know, no one that I know or whatever. You know, I didn't know anybody that died from it, you know, or even, I know people who have family members. Yeah. But fuck. Everybody I've seen has it kind of breezes, like I've seen them all sicker than they were. Yeah. Like I said, my father bust that thing, fuck. I must have got the same juice that fucking Donnie got. <laughs> Donnie and Rudy. Yeah, Donnie and Rudy. The boys. Yeah. The men's well, club. The only side effect is that it Denim gives you the farts when you're in court. Do you hear that fucker rip those farts in court? That was the fucking <laughs> best. Yeah. They, don't, they don't even make a mention. I know. He didn't, even, didn't, like, didn't skip even a beat. Fart. So that means his ass is leaking like Just that all day all long. Day. Oh, <laughs> Do you imagine a sidekick of lawyer like, God, Again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All the way in the limo over yeah. here. Now. <laughs> You're just ripping them. Yeah. You're among <laughs> guests. We have guests. <laughs> Jesus. Next to that lady that was going haywire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get to that point live practice. Oh. I've been in golf groups. I say that all the time. Like old dudes, and there's. <laughs> nobody <laughs> makes mention. <laughs> just kind of look around. And you're. And me hunched yes. over, bent over, <laughs> laughing my brains away. Exactly. Farted. Yeah. Or, or just the fact that it's the funniest goddamn thing in the world, and none of you even <laughs> cracked a smile. Hey Matt, what do you think this dude? A little right to left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see the same thing. <laughs> Oop. Oop. Oh fuck! It's not even no mention. Yeah. It just comes out. Yeah, like I said, it happened to me in the pro shop, and it was just like <laughs> while he was talking, just going. And I was just like, "Are you kidding me? How is? How can you put out that much air out both ends of your mo- your body, you know, without skipping a beat yeah. on either one of them?" <laughs> did you Did you listen to that story on Chicklets of that dude from uh, Letterkenny? He's like the hockey guy with the long hair. He's mm. talking about how he shit himself on the boat. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. Because he sits down, yeah. the lady in front of him shits herself. Because <laughs> I know you just shit yourself, yeah, and I just shit yourself, <laughs> and I know what you're about to walk into. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, that's classic. If you hadn't heard that, go listen to Chicklets with the dude from Letterkenny. Oh yeah, those guys were, have been on a roll lately. Yeah, I've been on a roll. 
Yeah, they're almost better. They're good because if they hold it together in the off season, you know they got it good. They're just fucking flying the other. I was yeah. laughing so hard spraying today from yesterday's. So funny. Yeah, that interview yesterday was good. Dude, talking about the Russian gas. Yeah, that was real good. Yeah, this is just a fucking knucklehead. I mean, it's like part of you just isn't everybody envious because he can do whatever he wants and say whatever he wants, and people just accept that. Like that's the way he is. Yeah. And fucking people eat it up. Yep. It's like yep. I can't do that because a member might see me out and or you know. Yeah. Or a member might see what I do. It's just and that could jeopardize my career. But he can just fucking sling it. And yeah. And and people eat it up. And then goes broadcasts yeah. hockey games. You know. Yeah. But I guess that's what way you get when you know maybe one day you'll be that way. That's what we're doing right here. I, I know mean, we should be. Cr- we still gotta. Walk. I mean, there's still a line that has to be towed professionally. Yep, for <coughs> sure. We're almost there. A couple more years, we'll be able to fire it off and really rip yeah. on people. Any fun? Oh, I got the owls. Fucking ass. yeah. Um. Well, you see them? No, it, they don't exist. Once they came out of the box, are they Gonzo? I have no idea. No really? idea. The uh. So we got them. Uh, I threw up the uh, boxes a couple days before. And uh, they brought him out, and I was on a Monday evening. And uh, it was funny. We get out the ladder to go and chuck him up there. Well, me and my assistant, we got in the bucket for the, of the loader and just cruised up there, and one held the box up, the other one screwed in this thing. And they're good. OSHA. Yeah, exactly. OSHA, 1-800. We were fine. Can I get the uh, uh, 1238 Indian Wells Lane? Uh. Yeah. No, we were good. We were strapped in. <laughs> Yeah, right. In the bucket. together. Yeah, with the owl, from the owl box. And so we hung those things up, and uh, we got them, they said a minimum of 10 feet, so we put them up, I don't know, 12, 15 feet in the air, and uh guy comes out, and he's, I said, hey, there's one outside my shop. We can go take a look at it, how you want to attack this thing and get them up in there. And he's like, well, am I going to be able to just kind of get on a ladder and just put them in there? And I was like, no, I don't think so, not unless you've got a bigger ladder, and so he gets out my eight foot ladder guy scoots right up the tree or right up the ladder stands on the very tippity top of the thing. You know, it's wobbly yeah. and he's reaching way up above his head, almost on his tippy toes, acting as if he's trying to put an owl into a tiny hole and he's barely reaching the hole. He's like, no, nah, I don't think this is going to work. And I'm thinking, yeah, before you even got oh, up there, I was thinking, oh, shit, Geez, owl guy, you're yeah. on the ladder. So I was like, we hung him in the bucket. He's like, oh, yeah, I'd be much better with that. I was like, all right, cool. So I buzzed him up in there in the bucket. It's like you didn't know when he showed up if he was cool or not? Yeah, exactly. Like, right, well, I told him in the email cool. that, hey, we hung these with the bucket. I'm, you know, I'm cool with it if you're cool with it because it is safer. Yeah. You know, you're in a bathtub, you know. And uh, so anyways, he we threw two of them into that one right outside the shop. And two little barn owls. And we buzzed down to uh, six and seven, and on the ride there, they brought eight, and I only have three houses. So uh, we got to six and seven, and she says, hey, on the way, we had a little meeting, and we decided we're going to put do three and three, because in the, earlier in the evening when we met, she said we're going to do two, 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 and then the last two we'll just kind of release, and if they want to live there, they live there. If not, they go find their own place. Or whatever. So she, That's they chucked him in there. I want all those. Yeah. <laughs> so she chucked him in there, three of them in there, and one of them got out like right away and took off and flew over to a huge eucalyptus tree. And it was 
crazy because the Harris Hawks, all of a sudden oh, two shit. of them started circling it. She did not seem, uh, the woman that brought him Beth, she said, she just kind of looked and she goes, oh, those Harris Hawks aren't that happy about that. <laughs> and the whole thing, I'm like, oh, these guys are going to battle first day. It's just, just going to get waxed. And she didn't seem very concerned. So, no, no big deal. And we took off. We haven't seen them. And they told me that you probably won't see them for a while. They may even, all of them may take off. Yeah. Um, he said, uh, Jack, that was the gentleman that was throwing them in there. He, uh, he said they may just take off and they'll kind of survey the area for a couple of days um, before coming back home. And they might and they might not. Yeah. Uh, they were all living together at the sanctuary. So they had said they don't know the pairs, but they're four females, four males. Uh, they don't know who was who or, you know, who's they sort that who's dang. Yeah. And uh, they said that that kind of gets just sorted out or it could be already. But it could have been with others that were up there. Right. So, you know, but they were all at least living in the same area together. Right. So they didn't they seemed very happy that I had the place and had a spot to put them in. It's uh, wild at heart. Uh, the Raptor Sanctuary up in Cave Creek, Arizona. Uh, I've turned uh, I turned Maddie onto it at, with Thompson Golf Group at Dove and what is it? Uh, what's his other one? Power True Ranch. Power Ranch and Mountain Brook. Yep. Um, they have them there. And I guess his owner uh, Ryan's asked. He's like, oh, if we put them at uh, down a trilogy, you know how many phone calls we'll get for dogs getting picked up? <laughs> so I told Maddie, I was like, dude, these are little they're yeah. little barn owls. Yeah, they might get a kitten or a real small puppy, but no, not you know they're not like the big old horned ones that'll yeah. snag those things up. I've got some wizard around my neighborhood. Yeah. I got a couple. Of, uh, my assistant said he saw an, an owl this morning, but it was so dark. He was like, I couldn't quite tell, but he's like, but it was definitely. I saw one the other day at my place. Pretty I sick. saw one on uh, my ride in yesterday, flew up onto the light post on my it's way bad, in. Yeah. Over by, uh, on fr off of Frank Lloyd Wright. <laughs> That's some of the perks of the gig right there. Yeah. Seeing all the shit out there is yeah. really cool. Um, Never seen them get, uh, I've seen, well, we have the herring that fishes all the time out of the pond. You always right. see them chomping down little minnows. The hawks, I always see them blast like dove out of the air. You hear okay. thud and they just, yeah, you see these feathers flying yes. everywhere. Yeah. The hawks, I see them do that. I never see them getting anything else. Uh, Roadrunners always chewing on the lizard. Coyotes always running around with something. Uh, you know, you usually see the feathers or you actually see them running with a rabbit. You know, the feathers, oh, yeah. are the leftovers, you never see them really catching a bird. No. But uh, haven't seen the bobcats in a long-ass time. A long time. I've, I've never seen bobcats in my place. Only, I only saw one on the street crossing, like, one day on McDowell Mountain. But never, never yeah. seen one in the place. Every so often, very rarely do I see the javelina i see remnants of them so my first like four years for four summers i i probably saw six total and that was on two different occasions one four and then one two ever since that fire up there i've seen they were this summer was i was inundated oh more really like, you know the little holes they dig on the yep. golf course for the water mm -hmm. i had more of those this year i didn't have any until this summer and i had huh. to get from that fire pushing them down yeah it had, had, had that black bear that is right yep uh, so what I about deer? No, but wild horses. 
is pretty onto small. the golf course or just oh, up to the fence? They go over the fence. And yeah, the grass. at uh. Almost did hit a deer on dynamite though. By talking stick, they had the horse. The horses were out there. Yeah, that's but that's cool. kind of reservation land, so you don't know if those might be part of the back. You know, the ranch mm. back there. Oh, these are Tonto National Forest. They're, I think they're. Yeah, wild. yours are wild. It's pretty huh. awesome. Yeah, that is pretty cool. When we played Prairie Club, they have uh, the Longhorns that are out there. That's wild. You know, and they because ranchers just you know let them, yeah. or they basically I don't know if they lease the land or the ability yeah. the ability to put them out there. Yeah, they got real close to the golf course. The year before, uh, Andrew and Casey and Jeff were out there feeding them because they put feed out for them. But yeah, I never get deer at my place. Uh, or at least I've never seen one there. I've just only seen one once. But Cody, he hit one. Oh, really? Yeah. He was trying to get rid of his car, too. He was trying to switch a new car. Hit the deer on the way to work, and that was it. That was the last straw. Was that the little red one that he that, had? Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. why he's got the Honda thing yeah, now? smoked a deer. Huh. I almost hit. That's the only time I've seen one else. I'm, up, up Cody, I'm never getting in a car with you. <laughs> I won't dive into the stories, but if you're listening, I'm never getting into the car with you. You drove the other day while we were golfing. That's that's it for me and you <laughs> in the driving. Yeah. Bad luck. And then one time I'm driving to, it was a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. You ever hit anything? No. Like significant? Almost. No. I mean, not here. Not yeah. here. Um, but the other day I'm driving to work, you know, and I see this truck pulled over and these dudes walking in the desert. I'm like, what the hell was that? Because it's on dynamite past everything. Past on past your way, on your way to work. Yeah. Okay, just way out there on Rio Verde Road. And, okay, and yeah. It's just pulled over. I was like, what the fuck? It was like five in the morning. Uh, get to work. They're like, hey, uh, one of the dudes who drives a bunch of our guys to work. He's like, he hit a deer on the way to work. I was like, that's what that was. Oh. He had smoked a deer and pulled over and like caved his whole front end. Oh, like, fuck. Front left. And we had to send like the mechanic out there to help him out to get six of my dudes to work. Oh, fuck. But yeah. That's crazy. That was just the other day. Probably like a month ago. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I've never hit anything. Closest I came was that I can remember is I think last year me and the wife were up. Uh, Cottonwood and Jerome and cruising around there and we were coming down. We went up to Jerome for the day and we were driving down the hill back into Cottonwood and there was a deer and I don't know if you've ever driven the 89 coming through there. You know, you come down, it's this windy road off a mountain right. and the deer was standing out in the middle of the road and I was like, holy shit and I swerved just as he jumped over the guardrail oh. and over the guardrail is not that much area until you go tumbling way down the hill so who knows if he made it but yeah, if I didn't swerve, and then if there was a car coming the other way because it's a two-lane yeah. deal, I wouldn't have been able to swerve. I probably would have had to just bite it and smoke it. That would have sucked. And, you know, that would have been... So, yeah, so I've never... Birds and shit, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've had birds. I mean, I've... Never a cat, never a dog, thank God. So when I was in Iraq, there was a wild pack of dogs. came basically on a convoy... Like up near the city of Najaf, we're like I just we we're just on our way in, and this wild pack of dogs, probably twenty of them, all ran between the truck in front of me and me. Oh. I got seventy five hundred gallons of fuel in the back. Oh. Twenty, let's say there's twenty five of them. Twenty four ran across, one stopped, and tried to duck under my car. Oh. Uh, I don't think it worked out for the dog. <laughs> no. And I've seen people hit dogs, and it's like. Oh. Putting an M80 in a watermelon. Yeah. I don't know if that needs to go on the podcast, but that's, hey, that is the life shit. 
That's, it was still like I felt horrible. I would feel unbelievable. Horrible. Plus, I mean, it happened super fast, but when it happened, like the, I could see the dog stop and oh. duck and like look him in the eyes. And I'm oh just, fuck! You know, yeah. Yeah. Seventy five hundred gallons of fuel. I'm probably going 55, 60 miles. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, there's no stopping Oops. in your situation. It's yeah, horrible, it's fuck. horrible. I know. But man, you're talking about some mangy. Oh, I bet. I remember being parked. What well, did were they? Did they look hyena-ish or did they look you know coyote-ish like or dingo? Kind of ki- cross between a coyote and a yeah. But I remember one time. But did they look somewhat domesticated? Like they. Yeah. Like yeah, a generation sure. away. Yeah, yeah. From being domesticated. Yeah, for sure. Like one time we were just in a. Like Cody, Iraq. Cody, you wouldn't last a minute in Iraq. <laughs> well, yeah, just right. To, <laughs> just to let let you know. But I remember being at like one place parked in this like puppy roll. That's Cody the dog, not Cody <laughs> your assistant. And Cody, your assistant, you wouldn't last one second in Iraq either. But that just—it's a miracle. I did. Yeah. But uh, we we're just chilling to this one spot, and like a puppy rolled up, and it had all these little bugs crawling on it. Oh, and shit. fuck! And it was like happy, and I'm like, oh, I ain't touching that. Yeah. But it, oh, hundreds bastard. of these little black bugs. Oh me. man, that's nasty. Yeah, poor no. things. Yeah, I. No. No thanks on that. I thought it was, you know, you go to, I've been to, you know, Panama, Guatemala, you know, Thailand. Even I, I think they're more even taken care of, even though it, it's a much more wild, like it is somebody's in the neighborhood, yeah. you know, that actually yeah, feeds right. it or whatever, even though it's still eating out of the trap. No one just cares. It's, right. It's not the life of luxury like this guy lives. Oh, dude, every day's a spa day for Cody. Yeah. <laughs> He's, you want to talk car path only? So we're recording in the backyard. So if you guys can hear traffic and shit, we're hoping not because we got some new equipment. But look at this. That trail, we have to put up this little fence because he goes into the flower beds all the time. And, you know, then he brings in the dirt. So now look at this wear pattern yeah. around around the little <laughs> fence. And that just leads just right to the other it. side. Yeah. And just walks it constantly. Because if we sit out here, he'll just go in the house, cruise through there. Go out his doggy door and come through. He'll probably do like three laps now that he's up and about. <laughs> he's probably done three or four now, so just sitting here. Yeah. So that's what he does all day. So yeah, it's stiff in the air. Yeah. The Leah, the, the wife, the other day gave some comment. Hey, Car- hey, Cody, it's Carpath only because he was walking through this same area, right? Yeah. So, oh, oh mommy just came home, so he definitely back. smells. Look at this he's guy. Fired up. Yep. Breathing out his mouth. Seventeen years old, running like he's wrong door. Seventeen. They know my mummy just came in that door. <laughs> yep. She's right there. <laughs> and the wife came home. So, <laughs> hi, wifey Leah. You picked up. Yeah. Picked so up st- definitely more yeah, chipper. Cody, yeah, Cody can't find her. <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Go get her. Where is she? Inside. Yeah, so, and then, obviously, we covered the... Right there. My grass looks pretty nice and green. It's just the other problem with Cody, that he's 17, he doesn't lift his leg or anything to go whiz, so he now pees like a girl, and look at all the spots in the grass. All the spots in my lawn, it looks like we can... Cody's a... Yeah, a little... That's what I said to her the other day. I said, we got to teach him how to piss in all these other spots. You got to make a uniform. You got to put a little sprayer on it. Yeah. The thank God he just does like little boy squirts and he's not like a female. So anybody... 
wants to, to needs to care. I'm talking about the piss stains in my <laughs> backyard, and you so need to when, be able to like bone marrow get that extra iron in yeah. there for a little dark. <laughs> yeah, when you, so if you got the female dog, you see all the piss spots. It's really burnt in the middle, and it's like per, like two inches longer than yeah. the rest. That's actually you know nitrogen. Uh, and the burn is from too much nitrogen from the female, but Cody does little squirt pisses and it's healthy as shit. Yeah. Healthy as shit in those spots. (laughs) You just leak a little. Yeah. (laughs) Leak a little little there. So I just got to teach him how to cover the whole yard drip by drip (laughs) and won't have to put anything down. You got yourself a spray. (laughs) Yeah. I got myself. But, and then I burned the lawn right there. So we got a new Casey passed on his fire pit and uh if anybody wants a little handy quick little cheap old fire pit it's a washing machine the inside drum with a couple legs bolted on it and then uh yeah genius i saw one up in uh where we were santa cruz a couple years ago camping and that's how the campgrounds fire pits were they were just like that i was like oh that's a great idea and then he got this thing i asked him how you know how it was oh it's great uh, but the wife, his wife bought a, one of those table, you know, fire oh, yeah, pits. Yeah. So he's like, so I'm never going to use this thing. Want it? And I was like, yeah, sure. Which I owe him white claws for that thing. And threw it out in the it's backyard. And I, uh, yeah. And I argued with, uh, yeah, there's a dude just pumping them out 50 bucks for that thing. Oh, really? Yeah. A guy out in, I think Glendale is surprised. Just, you know, surprise. <laughs> Let me guess what this guy Arizona. does. Yeah. No so sh- in Phoenix, we have bulk trash. Yeah. Quarterly. And so you can put whatever you want out there for like seven days. You can stack your shit up and then they'll come get it. Yeah. There's like people that know when this exists. So they oh. drive around just Phoenix. They know which areas have what. And they got tra- trucks and trailers that are stacked to the gills. Yep. And they just fill up with all sorts of shit. Yeah. And it's nonstop in my neighborhood when it's time. Just trucks yeah, mine? every 30 minutes. Really? Dude, I put an old dishwasher out there. I. It was out for three minutes tops. My wife put an old Christmas tree. She helped the lady load it in her car. <laughs> she was on the way to the pile and someone wheeled up. Yeah, oh, hey, don't put, put that out. down yet. She put the tree you know, I was walking back inside and the lady pulled up and she's helped her load up the old Christmas hey, tree. Hey, fuck it. If, you know. No, I mean, I'm not knocking. No, I know. I know. Imagine just go find an old. Didn't yeah, cost you anything. You exactly. You a couple legs on it. And uh, I think he's selling them for 50 bucks. And Casey said his backyard was full of them, <laughs> full of them. And if you look on the dude's website, I forget what it is. Otherwise, I'd say it. No free ads, but I'd give you one. Uh, it's this picture of this, you know, the wall in his backyard. And it's just those things stacked. Come in three different colors. This is your choice. Freaking out the door. But anyways, I throw it in the backyard under a Come little bit colors. of. Doesn't yeah. the paint just burn off? I painted that black with uh, oh. grill paint. It's oh, okay. actually white. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a copperish color and then uh, white and then the silver, just straight silver. But I just threw some black paint on it. Anyways, throw it out there under protest that it's going to burn the grass. And, oh, it's only going to be out there for a few minutes. So I end up putting this little patio block underneath it. And we were there for an hour, hour and a half. Never even got that thing cranking. And fucking the next morning, I picked the thing up and I was like, fuck me. So I got a pretty decent grass. The St. Augustine is looking nice, though. Still still holding color. Yeah. I'm I'm pushing this shit heavy on the back on (laughs) to grow to the north side of the yard. Paint in there, dude. Right in that little spot. You never even know. Well, I I painted it probably (laughs) three weeks before. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so I put the optimizer Just in the tank. Just in case Google Earth goes right over the old house. <laughs> Get it updated with that dark I green. Hey, I got the stuff, you know, so I take what's a little drop on the backpack spray, but it turned it nice and green. It hasn't been painted in probably a month, month and a half. It's got orange jugs on it. Five mile radius, how many people think paint their, from your house painted their yard this year? Other than I don't you. know. Less than one. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> no, that's <hilarious>. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any grass, so I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I think it looks all right, though. I sprayed good. some of the orange. I, or I sprayed some of that orange snake oil on it yesterday after I mowed it too. Oh, the orange stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Voodoo juice. Yeah, it had some laying around, <laughs> so I took it home. It was a little extra, but look at how many. You know. I can't believe how great the Saint Lawrence came out. Yeah, it is. In uh, like I said, it hasn't been. In the paint I used was that dye that optimizer. I was just no, I know. I'm just saying it. that it's it's held up pretty good. So. Uh, Arizona people, I'd say throw some St. Augustine in your yard. It's uh, the color's holding pretty damn good, I think. Yeah, I mean, you got enough ryegrass mixed in there. It looks green. But yeah, you can totally see the patch of the oh, uh, sure. St. Augustine right there. Is you know, and uh, I was talking to Casey's mom who lived in the house before, uh, and I told her how much the St. Augustine has gone that way. It started with two pieces of sod right here, right off the patio. No kidding. Yeah, where it never got sun. Couldn't grow any yeah, grass. Pizza Bermuda that hard, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, he started it with like that, and it just took over. So eventually, it'll be the whole thing. That's what I'm hoping, because it's moved quite a bit. I told her how far it For went sure. over there, and I bet it's gained almost everything from this edge. There was, I mean, obviously two, three plants in there, but probably from the edge. So another ten feet. Is that ten feet? Just a sucker from an old ironwood? Yep. It's yeah, I'm trying to keep. Sweet. I'm trying to keep it bonsai style. I was gonna say, you got a little bonsai yeah. situation out there. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I need to trim it up, but uh, apparently you can bonsai any tree. Well, somebody in my neighborhood tried to bonsai mesquite, and it looks like a, it came from Whoville. Really? No, <laughs> like you got to bonsai it. Like you got to trim <laughs> it when it's that like big. It's straight out of Dr. Seuss. No, that's what I mean. Is yeah, you can put it in a pot and bonsai it's any two tree. Two long sticks with a poof on top. Like <laughs> badly trimmed poodle. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Paid somebody to do that. That guy right there has got one of those. That's one of those cocktail trees. That's got what are they? Uh, lemons, limes, and then oranges. All in the same thing. Yeah, it produces different ones. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, it already had its limes. On there, dude. It already had its limes. Already had its lemons, and there's oranges. Well, there's oranges and lemons on there right now. Oranges are on that tree. This is great content. Talking about your backyard. I know. Hey. <laughs> That's <laughs> all right. Hope you enjoyed it's, that. You got a very nice. Is this a bottle tree over here? What is that? I don't know, but there's a raccoon that lives in that guy. <laughs> yeah, Cody. Yeah, I, I can hear him munching on shit all the time. I mean, he's never been in here. You haven't you ever seen that bobcat back here? Nope. But um, you know. Because that was kind of like a really bobcats. Dude, I'm telling talking you. to Casey's mom. Bobcat uh, smoked fucking uh, shit. What's its uh, dog's name? My neighbor's dog, Speedy the Wonder Dog, or something like that. It's not Speedy. Fuck. <laughs> but it's this little yeah, like kind of wiener dog thing. Yeah. Um, it apparently got attacked in the backyard by a bobcat yeah. before I lived here. Well, Coyotes all the time. 
I mean, North Mountain's just right there, so it's got coyotes all over it. So they yeah. come in here. Oh, for sure. Anybody that's got cats. Lunch, eh? Yes. So what else do you want to talk about? Hey, do you know? Would you, would you ever buy someone's used lingerie or panties off the no. internet? You can get Holly Saunders. She's selling her shit on the internet. <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> yep, swear to God. It was uh, I saw that the other day. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> yeah. Whatever but still, you gotta. gotta that's go. where you gotta get to. Is you gotta sell your fucking well, soiled drawers. Yeah, but you're judge. not buying, so you can judge. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? If you say you, you can't either. judge, it means How you're possibly buying. Hundred grand a piece? Well, no. They're probably buying for like 50 bucks. Like, it's not even that much. Like, she's got to sell a lot to make any money. I bet you it's more than that. You can buy them out of vending machines in Japan. <laughs> this has gone sideways. <laughs> yeah. No, but for real, Holly's yeah. on this. It's a golf thing. <laughs> you can really do that. So, that's a weird fucking venture. Hey. I mean, it's it pays the bills, thing. I guess, yeah. right? Who am I to judge? Follow I just grow grass yeah. and call fo- frost yeah, delay. It's probably easier than trying to grow grass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can sell my used underwear. Oh, shit. I'd be sitting around in that all day. <laughs> playing Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do today? Sold 13 pairs. <laughs> yeah. And finished Mario 3. Yeah. Hey, Super Mario 3 finished again. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, we can wrap that up. Hey, I just want to thank everybody again for listening. Um, don't forget, go to ParWest, ParWest.com. Get your turf accessories. Uh, I know you guys that are closed down for the winter, you're all probably out there painting and looking at them. Should you buy them? Should you replace them? Should you just try and cover all the scratches once again? No, go to ParWest. Order yourself some new flag sticks. Get enough of them. Spend 250 bucks. Throw in jingweeds in the promo code, and those things will come Ship to you for free. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Andy. Good luck with this one. Dan, good to get back in the saddle. Yep. Let's ride this bike a little bit harder. That's right. We'll get after it, boys. We're going to jump. I think I'm going to jump back on the gram a little bit, keep the content down, just keep us relevant. So you'll be seeing it. Yep. Later. Stay pissed, everyone. Love you, Mom Dad. Didn't really go, I don't know, it didn't go anywhere. I was like, okay, I guess not. Yeah. Andy, maybe that part, because I'm going to go even further into this, so maybe Andy that part don't put in there. Oh, shit, I hope that... Don't tell me you turned off your mic. Just my microphone. Don't tell me you turned off your mic. How long has it been off?